when you go there in that stage and deliver a topic which you do not have credibility in, it always fails. So you always must look within bago ka mag-share with other people. Hi everyone, this is Charles Ladia and welcome to Speaking Of, where we talk about stories of being and becoming. And speaking of, this episode talks about one of our greatest fears, public speaking. How do we prepare ourselves before this dreaded oral presentation? Sabi nga nila, preparation is already winning half of the battle. So how do we prepare for this battle? Our guests for episode 7 are my colleagues at the University of the Philippines Department of Speech Communication and Theater Arts and they teach Speech 30 which is a course on public speaking and persuasion. Please welcome to Speaking of Ma'am Christine Magbayo and Ma'am MJ Sumilo. Hi Tin, hi MJ. Hi Charles. Hi, hi, hi everyone. So Ma'am Tin, Ma'am MJ, these questions uh, that I have for you are questions from students. So I collected these questions so that um, these are questions that they want answers uh, so that they can prepare for their public speeches. But before we start, how long have you been uh, teaching public speaking? Simamtin. This is my fifth year in the university. So we came together, Charles, yes, <laughs> after the seventh and fifth year. Yes, Simam MJ. <laughs> This is my third year in the university, pero prior to that, I was a corporate English trainer for, I think, around two years. So, ayun, mga four years collectively. Wow. So, ibig sabihin sa sobrang dami years na ito, you've heard ha- hundreds or even thousands of public speeches already. So, talagang uh, may aspect na rin na sanina tayong makarinig ng mga public speeches, but also automatic na yung criticism natin and comments natin in the public speeches that we are hearing. And of course, I know Ma'am Tin and Ma'am MJ, so key din tayo sa mga public speaking uh, conferences and on competitions as well. First question, one of the very first questions that my students ask would be, what is the topic that I want to talk about? How do I know if this is the perfect topic for me in my public speech? Alright, to, to answer your question, uh, let's uh, look into the theoretical foundations of uh, public speaking. So, you know, Aristotle, the ethos, pathos, logos. But let's zoom into ethos. How do you choose a topic? We need to consider ethos. And what is ethos? In speech 30, we know it as, you know, as... It's as simple as credibility. We associate ethos with the word credibility. But it has three components, which are um, phronesis, good judgment, arete, good character, and eunoia, goodwill. And how does this relate to choosing a good topic? The thing about choosing a good topic is that it, you must always be true to who you are because if you do not have the, the credibility, if you do not have good judgment, if, if you do not have the experience if you don't have the character for it you can't really you know you can research all you want 
you can give us the the best facts, the best research. But when we don't see it in your personality, in your character, and if we don't feel that you are actually doing it for our good, for the audience's good, it will always fail. So you always have to look into yeah your credibility, your ethos as a speaker. <laughs> mas practical side of things and mas contemporary. Si Ma'am Tin ay suki natin for classical rhetorical <laughs> theory. Yung mas contemporary, I think, is mas practical. Um, although rhetoric, it's not prescriptive with regards to the subject matter. Diba? Alam natin yan na hindi porket kagamitin natin yung public speaking ay dapat something political or something global or something of a large scale. It's very important to consider na Ultimately, sabi pa lang ni Aristotle up until the contemporary rhetorical theorists na isipin natin yung topic at hand should not just benefit ourselves but also for the good of the community, for the good of our audience. And I guess one of the topics din kasi na tinatanong sa akin at nilabas ni Sir Charles din is um, paano, yung, paano kukunin yung common ground between what mm. you're interested in and what the audience should be interested in. And I guess, to parang sum it up, a good topic should be something you're passionate about, sabi nga ni Ma'am Tin, and something that you know of and something that translates empathy and um, sincerity. But most, but pero we forget to consider na dapat mararamdaman yun ng audience natin because the topic itself concerns them. The topic itself they should realize that it's for the good of their community, the good of them as well. So I'll, give an, I'll give an example. Go. <laughs> um, uh, this is uh, sobrang passe na niya, sobrang overused. But, for example, if you want to deliver a persuasive uh, speech and your topic is smoking, however, uh, your classmates are <laughs> your friends, right? Your classmates mm-hmm. are also your friends and they know you to be uh, a chain smoker. So even if you're a good researcher, diba? Tapos biglang haharap ka sa kanila, sasabihin mo sa kanila, quit smoking or no smoking, but they themselves know that you are a smoker, it doesn't make sense. So even if best pieces ka pa, kahit sumastanding ka, when you go there in that stage and deliver a topic which you do not have credibility in, it always fails. So you always must look within bago ka mag-share with other people. So, you okay. need super specific examples. Okay. Thank you. Very, very interesting <laughs> yung mga examples, no? no? Very theoretical, but also very practical. Sabi ni Ma'am Tin, uh, be true to who you are. Very yes. Disney princess yun, but yes. very applicable <laughs> to our situation. Sabi ni Ma'am Tin, look within for your, your um, speech topic. Sabi naman ni Ma'am MK, it should be something that you're very passionate about. Okay, so just a quick quiz. Kunyari si Ma'am Tin at si Ma'am MJ ang gagawa ng speech ngayon in a speech 30 class. What would be your speech to persuade topic? Something that I'm passionate about and something that I care about and should be for the good of my students and for the community is of course advocating for mental health, mm. specifically self-care. I think that it's relevant. It's very, very relevant due to the you know, exponential increase of mental health issues, especially in the pandemic. But mo- moreover, it's something that I've personally struggled with. And I'm open. I've always been open to my students na it's a struggle. It's a personal struggle. So, ayun, I think relevant siya. Makakarelating students. It's something that I'm passionate about, speaking about. 
Tapos, ayun, it's timely also. Yes. And you're very credible in speaking about this topic. Sure. What about you, Mantin? <laughs> Sana. Uh, siguro, sasakyan ko yung sinabi ni MJ. But I'll go more specific. Because uh, I'm I'm actually more fond of doing personal narratives. Well, mm. with, under the impression that everything is persuasive. <laughs> to persuade the audience to pursue their passions. It's it's very Disney princess, diba? To, to pursue their passions. And you think it's just something so... And dami kasing issues niya. And you think it's something so simple, but and dami kasing isapan on privilege, diba? Yeah. But if you're going to talk about mental health, makakover mo siya eh. Diba? What, what, what's the cause of this? Why are we suffering? Why is there struggle? Because we're trying to live up to the expectations of others on us. So, in this, it's a strategy, siguro, on selecting a topic. You can go something as big as I advocate for mental health and do your research on it thoroughly. And you can go something as specific as I, I, I suggest that you shift out of the program if you're unhappy. Something as specific as that. And just own it. Make it your story. Make it your narrative. Make your life a testament to what you're advocating for. So, it doesn't have to be... Diba? Ang hirap kasi, tinatilang nila, ma'am, is this too broad? Ma'am, is this, there's, right. is this too specific? The thing is, it's always up to you. Like, what's enough for you? What are you willing to work on? So, yes. Ang ganda, MJ and Tin, nung idea nyo na, look within yourself, but also, look at what the audience will uh, uh, love listening to. Tapos, nakita ko rin sa application yung dalawa na talagang, it's your own advocacy, but you make it more specific kaya ng ginawa ni Ma'am Tin so that the audience can easily relate to it. But the next question is, kasi sinasabi niyo kanina pa na, you need to find a common ground with your audience. But how do how will I know the audience that I will speak to? Paano ko sila makikilala ng lubos? Paano nga ba ang audience analysis pagdating sa public speaking? Okay. This is where pathos comes in. Emotional attachment to the audience. And uh, one of my favorite parts of the speech 30, teaching speech 30, is actually autobiographical storytelling. And what do we learn from autobiographical storytelling? It's that emotions are universal. Mm-hmm. And where does, that, where does that put us? It means that not everyone has experienced losing a dog. Not everyone has experienced losing a parent, but everyone knows loss. Mm. And we know how loss feels. And so we capitalize on that, knowing that every person in the audience has been acquainted to loss means we can use our own loss to touch into their knowledge of what loss is. But also, how do you connect to the audience? You have to think of humans as, yes, we're complex, we're different, but we all want our happy endings. And that's why, uh, that's why you always end on a, for me, I like ending on a positive note more than anything else. Primarily because you want an audience that's hopeful after your speech. Yes, you can make them afraid. Yes, you can instill fear. But at the end of the day, what does fear do, diba? Mm-hmm. And I'm just not here to scare you. I'm, I'm, I, I want to be there to make you realize what you're afraid of. And to also make you realize that you can conquer that fear. And that's uh, for me, that's just really that. Uh, audience analysis really uh, play on emotions. But you really have to be good with words. 
to to be able to tap into the emotions of your uh, listeners. Ako, sige, ako ulit yung parang mas practical side. Since Tin tends to tap on more theoretical, more specific applications, for me, of course, initially when you're writing your speech to appropriate your topic and the content to your audience, I suggest, um, syempre, meron tayong canons, diba? Five canons of rhetoric, meron tayong canon of invention, you research about your audience demographics and But sometimes, or most of the time, especially if the audience is unknown, parang meron ka lang idea, rough idea, mahirap yon. Mahirap na sabihin na ang audience mo lang ay 50-year-old women or senior citizens. Mahirap siya. So, I am echoing Mamtin on putting the audience in the right frame of mind through pathos. But also, another parang alternative that people, you guys, can do, and something I do as well is, You look into the more contemporary perspectives on persuasion. Kaya ng mga theories natin sa speech 30, like um, the social judgment and the elaboration likelihood model. Because when you look into those these theories, you'll understand that there are specific type of people who are persuaded by specific types of me or means of persuasion. For example, alam niyan, may mga applications ito marami through advertisements na kaya ang advertisements natin ay maraming pathos, um, maraming emotional appeals, maraming celebrity appeals kasi mm. yung general public, collectively, you can take them as, ano siya, peripheral thinkers. People who think peripherally. Because um, with advertisements, you're also limited to 30 seconds, one minute, ganyan. So consider all these things. Consider your audience, consider how they are um, more than their demographics. Yeah. We have a topic already. Check. We already know the audience. Check. So in preparing your speeches, ang pinakamabigat talaga dyan, Tin and MJ, would be your stage fright. Or di ba sa atin, di ba it's uh, what we call public speaking apprehension or public communication apprehension. Kayo ba, kinakabahan pa pag nagde-deliver ng public speeches or pag nag-lecture in front of your students it depends on the audience i don't i don't feel the apprehension with my students kapag ka midsem na but mm-hmm. i always i always feel anxious on the first day of classes because again this is the start of audience analysis eh. you realize ito ba yung type ng students sa tatawa sa joke ko kasi pag hindi mm-hmm. patay tayo kasi hindi ko naman pag-iisipan ulit yung joke ko pa ulit ulit siya <laughs> so yun pero eventually Ah, uh, 'di ba? Nawawala siya eh. Ma'am, you you get the feel of the class for you and Um, ako yeah. It's similar, similar, pero kunyari public speaking engagements, hindi na because I guess na-desensitize na ako with so many things ganyan and many opportunities. I get more, 'di ba? Meron tayong two types. Meron tayong process anxiety, mm-hmm. performance anxiety. I get very, very antsy in writing the speech itself because I think I, I feel more pressured into writing a speech that not only reflects good arguments and is very reflexive of myself, but also people pleaser kasi ako, alam niya, alam niya niti. I like, <laughs> and I guess that anxiety is rooted rooted in that ano in that expectation mm. that I would want to please my audience. Sa performance anxiety, marami naman tayong, 'di ba? Maraming 
hindi naman prescribed ways na um, nilalagay dun sa mga textbooks natin, yung mga power posts, visualization, cognitive modification, ganyan. Um, it's really about what finding what works for you as a person, di ba? Power post doesn't work for me because I have terrible posture. Pero sa performance anxiety for me, I think mas madali siyang i-combat than mm. process. With process, I really take so much time. Especially if my audience mas formal, ganon. The, the speech is more formal in in setting. Okay. So may ritual ba kayo before doing a public speech or before doing a public presentation? Meron kayong process na pinagdadaanan? Siguro, if I'm going to give na lang an advice to people, kasi ako nga, sabi, pagka yung teaching part of me, I don't have anxiety anymore because I've been doing it for five years. It's the same lesson for five years. Mm-hmm. ba? And I prepare for it every single week I have to teach it. That's it eh. It's really, it, it all boils down to preparation. But what about for those students who are doing it for, ba, for the first time? What mm-hmm. about those students who will only deliver this speech once and they only get that one chance in the semester. Diba? Like, how do you prepare for something that you will be graded on? Right. And what I tell my students, I always tell my students this before the, in the last lecture day, right before the consultation and the delivery of speeches, you have to understand and you have to, it's, 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 it's about having the right frame of mind. You have to think about this. And you, do, you, you don't have to consider me, your teacher. You don't have to consider your classmates as, you know, as judges. We don't listen to you to judge you. We listen to you because we want to learn from you. And once you shift talaga your mind na parang, hindi ako nandito para magsukahan, nandito ako para mapakinggan. It, it makes a lot of difference. Yeah. And I always tell them, di ba, parang, you think you're, uh, that's the thing about it, eh. You think it's conceited to just go on that stage and tell people, hey, listen up, because I have something important to say. And if you don't believe that, you're not gonna get better at all. So it, it's that's why we always start with intrapersonal communication. Mm-hmm. That's why intrapersonal communication is very important in public speaking because you have to first realize that you are important for you to believe that what you're going to say is also important. And it's going to be important for other people as well. So it's a lot of personal work more than yeah. yeah, we can we can we can talk about technique but at the end of the day for me babalik at babalik siya sa self concept self esteem and so on yes ang ganda ng cognitive modification no talagang shift of perspective talaga yung kailangan dito that your audience or your friends right there are some people who would say think of the audience as naked uh, individual. Ayoko rin naman siyang isipin. That they don't know me, so after five minutes, they might forget about me or uh, I'm just going to give it my all in this public speech. Ikaw, CMJ, what would be your ritual or your frame of mind before doing a public speech? Um, ako personally, and something that I also share with my students is, similar kami ni Ma'am Tin, na I want I want to think and I want my students to think that when they're in front of an audience, the audience ultimately don't want them to fail. They ultimately want what's best for you as well. Sino ba wala namang tamang sane person na nasa audience na secretly nagjudge na sana mag-fail ka, sana mag-fail ka, 'di ba? 
And mm-hmm. they are there because they want to listen to you. I mean, yes, they're part of the class. But the fact that they're there, they're listening to you, their eyes are on you, means that they intently want to listen to what you have to say. And that, yun nga, parang, lagi ko nala, I tell myself that whenever I have speaking engagements, workshops, or in class, and, ano siya, it's an internal thing that you have to tell yourself constantly na, I'm here in front of people because I want to teach them and I want them to be better. And that translates also, eventually, with the delivery. So, diba, yun nga, yung pre-speech rituals mo, you have to pull yourself, keep telling yourself this. And, as a matter of fact, it does it does translate when you're delivering it na, na parang your, your non-verbals make you seem like you're more sincere, you establish more eye contact because it's true, you are in fact addressing your audience directly, na parang your friends, even though hindi mo talaga sila kilala. Yeah, thank you very much, Din and MJ, for sharing your pre-speech rituals. So what are the other parts of the speech can we prepare uh, before we deliver it? Uh, I'm going to be technical about this. I'm going to cite the uh, yung eight factors affecting the Filipino communication apprehension. This is by Ma'am Chit Del Villar. Yes. And I uh, enumerate yung eight, but I won't discuss this. Hindi naman speech treaty class. So it's uh, one, expectations. Two, training and exposure. Three, audience. Four, self-evaluation. Five, rejection. Six, verbal fluency. Seven, preparation and eight previous unpleasant experience. Why is it important to know these factors affecting communication apprehension? Because once you identify saan ang gagaling yung fear mo, mas madali mong, mas madali mo siya, mas madali, it's easier to attend to it when you know where this fear is coming from. So for example, all your life, akala mo takot ka mag-public speaking because of the audience. You think the audience is going to judge you. But apparently, hindi ka naman pala dun takot. Akala mo lang sa audience ka takot. Apparently, your, your communication apprehension is coming from your lack of verbal fluency. Diba? So why are you afraid? You have to know why. Pinagalitan ka ba ng teacher mo kasi may mali kang sinagot ng grade school ka at na-trauma ka at hindi ka na makapagsalita? Because if that's the reason you're afraid to speak in public, you have to conquer that. You have to acknowledge, ah, this is that this is that moment that changed my life forever. But you don't have to let it control you anymore. Because even if you have, yun nga, sabi ko, some people are, are afraid of public speaking because they feel they don't have training and exposure. Some people get so much training and exposure, but they're still afraid. And again, it's because of a previous unpleasant experience. Some people prepare and prepare and prepare, but still fear it. But yeah, but again, you have to know why. This is also something I share with uh, my students. I think it's Macrossi, Communicative Competence. Is that right? Macrossi. Um, there, there have been a lot of studies in commun- um, communicative uh, or communication competence. And what it's saying is basically, you evaluate yourself harsher than your audience do. What does that mean? If level 6, if ang score mo sa sarili mo ay 6 out of 10, the audience probably thinks of you as an 8 out of 10. And it's comforting for them to know it. Kasi at least, sinasabi ko sa kanila na, if feeling mo ka 6 out of 10 ka, good na yun. Kasi I'm gonna assure you, the audience thought of you as something more than you see yourself. And ayun, so try your best. Kaya nga yun eh, that's the advice. Um, watch yourself in the video. 
if you're not happy with it, pero pumasa na siya sa iyo, papasayin sa audience mo. <laughs> so, yun it. You have to evaluate yourself before you let others evaluate you if ayun nga yung source of apprehension. So, you have to identify which among the eight is that biggest contributor to my fear. And then you address that. Ako naman, um, I tend to be more on the prepper side. Mas prepper ako with regards to, di ba, we, we recognize that, or at least kay Bitser, meron tayo rhetorical constraints. And that, for me, um, aside from, syempre very important, sabi nga ni Ma'am Tin, to get to know yourself and to try to um, conquer whatever that fear is coming from with regards to public speaking anxiety. It's um it's not an easy process. It's not an, something that you can do overnight, but through maybe exposure and through many many other interventions you can. Um with regards to preparing the speech itself, marami siguro maganda i-consider natin yung mga possible constraints that we can think of, pwedeng internal, pwedeng external constraints. Siguro yung internal na we can internal constraints are something that we have control over um ourselves, yung ating verbal verbals, non-verbal dimension. And then yung content mismo nung speech, di ba? Meron tayo, we have your canon of arrangement to thank for that. And at the same time, um, gusto ko rin i-play uh, yung important, sorry, i-emphasize yung importance ng, um, yun nga, uh, topic outlining and everything. Yung canon of, inven- sorry, canon of invention and canon of arrangement kasi for me are very important things to not master, but to consider in writing your speech. Because for me, ha, and I guess in some of my students as well, it gives them parang a padding, a sort of, yeah, parang padding, a layer of confidence when they are able to satisfy those. Parang, especially if your, your anxiety comes from process anxiety talaga, na at least nakakabawa siya for me if not if I go by the rules, but if I have some sort of guide with regards to how I organize my topics and my arguments, kanyan. And then, of course, kasabay nun, I work on myself as well. Sabi nga ni Ma'am Ten kanina. Yes. Ang ganda ng mga tips na binigay nyo in preparation for a speech, no? Just to give some keywords. You, we, all, we all talked about self-love and self-concept, lalo na yung pag-prepare natin sa ating mga sarili. Second is control what you can control as early as now before you do your public speech. So whatever it is that you can prepare for, you can also prepare for it. So thank you for these tips, Ma'am Tin and Ma'am MJ. Now-